All right, you ready to do this? Yeah. Okay, I got an intro. Okay, sweet. Spoiler alert! Here is this week's show show with Sweets and Slaney. Is that okay? I, we don't have, it's fine with me if it's we, fine with you. We don't have tables. It looks a little uncomfortable. I'm out of furniture right now. Do you want me? Do you want to switch? No, no, this is fine. No. Okay. This is what George Strombolopoulos does. <laughs> he holds a he holds, long ass mic. He holds it? it on a short stand that's supposed to be for a tabletop. Right. And he just like sits it on his lap and he's wow. always laughing in the pictures. <laughs> yeah, no, we got we got rid of my couch because uh, I'm moving, and so it doesn't feel so much like a home in here anymore. Yeah, it's very um, boxes everywhere. Trying to paint a picture for the listeners at home. Boxes everywhere. Uh, more magazines than one would think. Yeah, those are garbage. Uh, <laughs> I'm a pack rat. And uh, yeah, and no table for you to put a mic stand on, so you're using your lap. And a music stand for my notes. And a music stand for your notes. Uh, I was going to Let's say, see. I'm one of those people who, when he goes into the garbage room, he holds his breath the whole time, like for fear that I might inhale The garbage stink. vapor. Yeah. 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 It's just like that there's like grossness in the atmosphere of that room and I don't want it inside my lungs. I hear that. Yeah. I, there's, yeah, I, I could think of smelly situations that I don't really like to breathe. Can you name them for me? <laughs> No, I just, I, uh, you don't have to, it's just fine. like, okay, going into a smelly bathroom. I'm like, I don't even want to breathe right now because I feel like it's just poo particles going into my mouth. Did you know that the bathroom within our office, <laughs> okay. so where's this going for our listeners? Um, there is a bathroom that's like within our, uh, secured office, yes. which is just like a, just like a one stall bathroom mm-hmm. for anybody. The general rule for that is don't no twosies. No twosies in that bathroom, exactly. Um, although I don't know if that's coded anywhere because there nope. are definitely people who don't follow that rule. Not regularly, though. Oh is there? man, once a week. Really? Once a week, I go in there. Oh god. Um, there's also bathrooms outside in the hallway, mm-hmm. of which there are many toilets. Once upon a time, that bathroom that's inside the office was only for whoever was on the air right now. The idea right. being. You have a very limited amount of time to go pee. Yes. You can't be running back and forth to check all the time if it's available. Mm-hmm. And if some salesperson is stuck in there for 20 minutes dropping a toosie. Oh, God. Anyway, nobody follows the, that rule. Nobody follows that rule. And, and that's never been made known to me. And I don't follow I that use rule that, either. I use that washroom. I use and that maybe bathroom, I should. I use that washroom to pee every day. Yeah. Um, and certainly during the show. Um, but never a toosie. Never a toosie. It's just uncalled for it's wrong it's uncouth well and i don't want to walk out of the bathroom having spent longer than a pee in there the best thing and that... find myself in the work kitchen which is where right. it is and have everyone being like oh thanks for the the best thing that happens that i feel kind of bad for the street teamers because i think it's usually them and possibly because i haven't told them uh is when something happens on the weekend and an all staff email ends up going out mm. that's like very pointed at like Whoever left the gift <laughs> in the toilet in the bathroom, like, wow, thanks yeah. so much. They, yeah. they used to get so ridiculous. And it's not totally fair to the street teamers because most of them won't have bathroom keys for the other bathroom. Well, that's the thing. So I try to let them know, hey, there's one hanging up here. Mm. Use that. But, you know, there's like, I'm hiring people all the time. It always slips through the cracks. <laughs> you can't <laughs> give them all the information. Yeah. How you been? It's Ooh. been such a long time I since know. we did a podcast. It's made like 18th and this is the uh, first time we've sat down in may that's true i was away for a whole week and then uh you had some life stuff happen yep you know talk Good about life that stuff. yeah I, I bought a house 
Okay. Woo! That's amazing. Yes. It's been a long time coming, actually. You've been probably searching, although I, I think the how active you've been is probably varied from, from uh, month to month, but yep. like a, a year and a half, probably? Yeah, I've been looking for about a year and a half, with definitely within the last year, very, like I could tell you every house that came up in, in the market in like Halifax and Dartmouth, and uh, yeah, I saw over like 30 houses in person. Wow. And we finally pulled the trigger on a house last week that we really liked. Congratulations, man. Yep. That's really cool. Does it feel a little surreal? Does it feel like on some level, like, there's no way I'm old enough to own a house? No, it did. And then all of the process of buying the house and the inspections. <laughs> Grew you up. And yeah, you're just so ready mm-hmm. for stuff to be done. You're first of all, like... You're going through phases of like, oh my God, no, there's something wrong with that. Can we get the owner to fix it? Oh my God, he doesn't want to fix it. Oh my God, should we even buy the house? Yeah. And by that point, if he says, yeah, I will fix it, you're like, oh yes, we're buying the house. And you, any doubt that you had in your mind before, once everything is cleared through that process, you're just so relieved that that's done and that you have a house now yep. that any doubt that you might have had before is completely erased. Well, and all the stress you went through in the two weeks it took you to actually acquire the house yeah. um, gives you a sense of entitlement of the house. You're like, no, I earned this house. Yeah, Emotionally totally. earned this house. Totally. Well, that's great. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, we're super pumped. We move in like right before July. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a an awesome time. You can to move do into like us. a Canada Day party. At I your know. Place. I was considering like we were kind of thinking maybe we'll do something as like a housewarming slash Canada Day thing. But you'll have to. Yeah, that'd be fun. I was talking to my friends about Canada Day today because we just last year, me and my buddies from high school and our girlfriends, uh, we went to my cottage for Canada Day. Nice. And it was the first time since we were legal drinking age, mm-hmm. and probably before that. Um, that we didn't go to that Alderney concert. Right. And it was just so liberating to not go to that. Like, to not feel like you had to go see a free concert. Yeah, especially if you're in Dartmouth anyway, which is like, it's 50% likely. Yep. You almost feel like you have a responsibility to go down to this thing if it's going to be like Sam Roberts or Joel Plaskett or somebody who you know is excellent. Right. But being there is just, is heartbreaking. It's a nightmare. Yeah. You run into faces you don't want to see. Mm-hmm. And you might run into knives you didn't want to meet. I was going to say you might get stabbed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so anyway. These are all possibilities at, at a Dartmouth concert. We decided last year heading 40 minutes out of town and getting as far away from that concert as possible on Canada Day was was a beautiful adult decision. Yes. And we still got to spend Canada Day together. So we were discussing maybe trying to pull that off again this year. Cool. We did a house crawl last year, so oh yeah, that would fit into visiting our house too. Amazing that it's only like a month and a week away, Canada Day. Like we're That's we're in the crazy. in the heart of summer very soon. Oh man, we're not going to be able to do a podcast next week. Oh why? Because I'm going to Seattle. Oh yeah. Yeah, I leave on Friday. Okay, so this is just kind of like a little drop in in the middle of our hiatus. <laughs> yeah, I guess our, so. our spring I'll hiatus. I check in to let you know that we're still doing this. Honestly, but. the week after that, I'm I'm not going to say I can't do it, but it's very possible I can't because right. that'll be in the first few days of living in that apartment. Right. Um but yeah, we're still doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. lots of there's so much TV news and like I've been keeping a little notepad in my phone of things I wanted to talk about that are TV related, like since I went away to Florida. Right. But some of them have almost expired in relevance. Yep. Um, but it seems like there's lots on the go. So um, we should probably first discuss the cancellations and renewals 
Oh, I don't know this list yet. That's happening right now. Okay. So like that's been happening over the last week. Um, Most of the ones on the list I have here are network-based, so we don't care too much, but uh, there's lots to talk about. Uh, Blackish coming back, Fresh Off the Boat is coming back, Designated Survivor is coming back. Right. Did you watch the rest of Designated Survivor? Uh, I watched the first half of it, Mm -hmm. and then it came back from like the mid-season break. You kind of lost interest. I didn't lose interest. Well, actually, yeah, I did lose interest. Jen really wanted to continue watching it, yeah. but I... But you put your foot down and said, not in this house. I put my foot down. I said, no more Kiefer <laughs> Sutherland whispery right. talk. Because that's what he does. I'm the president. And You're so I right. I need to make this decision. Yeah. Now. Um, <laughs> I uh, I liked the pilot. It's, it's, it's pretty good. Yep. It is pretty good. It's but pulpy. It's, yeah, it's one of those things where another explosion has happened in the White House. Yeah. Like in, It's just 24. It's it just, is. It's just another iteration of the same kind of theme. You're right. But uh, but it, I might finish the season just to see how it went. Yeah, it, it did pretty well for a network show. Yeah. Uh, the Goldbergs is coming back. Grey's Anatomy is coming back for season 14. They've really become just one of these uh, automatic renewal uh, primetime soaps. It was weird. My mom said that she got back into Grey's Anatomy in like the 13th season. I watched Grey's Anatomy long past its jumping the shark moment. Yep. And, and it had some of those. Like, Did it uh, ever. A friend of mine, and we, we used to joke that they would condemn this hospital like uh, yeah. with all that's gone wrong they would right. it would it would be me. making the news every night well, people would yeah. be people all over the world would be talking about it would be a world famous hospital, hospital. Yeah. yeah hashtag seattle gray strikes again right i know yeah. anyway it's coming back and at this point all i can say is good for you ellen pompeo yeah because you're getting paid <laughs> uh how to get away with murders coming back agents of shield the middle modern family once upon a time although jennifer morrison is leaving okay. uh, scandal speechless quantico uh, canceled on the same network. American Crime, Dr. Ken. American Crime's canceled? Yeah. Not American Crime Story. Oh, that's what I was thinking. American Crime. Okay. Uh, Last Man Standing has proven to be actually like a, an interesting... There's been an interesting fallout since Last Man Standing got, got canceled. This is the Tim Allen sitcom. It's been on for five years. Okay. Um, it's one of those... NCIS phenomenas. I mean, it's not as popular, but it's one of those shows you don't realize is as popular as it is because of the middle America of it all. Right. Um, I I watched an episode once and it wasn't so bad. It wasn't wasn't so bad. Um, But it got canceled and this hashtag started to trend, boycott ABC. As As if ABC like actively, maliciously canceled Last Man Standing because they're mad about Trump or something. It's right. so ridiculous. And then there was this rumor that Tim Allen, who's a Republican, that his politics are the reason the network canceled oh. the show. And that's wow. so ridiculous. If yeah, a show is making money and it has viewership, they'll keep it on the air. Yep. I think so, too. And also, I think Tim Allen was a huge cash cow for ABC Once Upon a Time with Home Improvement. Yeah. I think that was all on ABC. Oh, my God. The royalties he gets from that show sustain him for life. And he got five years out of this show. Yeah. That's a pretty that's good a, run. That's a pretty solid run. Yeah. Uh, notorious uh, time after time. The, those shows are canceled. Renewed on CBS. The Amazing Race, The Big Bang Theory, and also uh, the first promos out for Young Sheldon now, which is the spinoff. Oh, that's awful. I had no idea this was going to happen. Oh, really? It's Young about, Sheldon? It's about like an 11-year-old Sheldon. Oh, God. Well, yeah. that's going to be canceled next year. Actually, no, it's not because CBS is always like, it's the number one comedy in the world. Well, in... Aren't shows about children best when they're children learning how to be good adults? 
because yeah. Sheldon's not a good adult. Like <laughs> you know where it goes. He's a selfish asshole. Well, I've have, I have a thing with prequels anyway, but but this is similar principle, and and this is going to rob this child of of the boy meets world factor. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. Hey. Did you say Two Broke Girls got canceled? Two did Broke Girls did, in fact, get canceled. I don't know if I said that yet, but it did get canceled. Yeah. I, so there is some good in the world. There is. It's. Did you see that thing that was going around on Reddit, which was Jerry, uh, it was a Seinfeld gif, and it was Jerry being satisfied about something getting canceled, and George <laughs> Costanza saying, did you watch it? No, Jerry I didn't goes, see that at all. Jerry goes, no. And then Costanza goes, well, why did you care? And then he just walks away and Jerry's standing there so puzzled <laughs> because Reddit was, a, I guess, really pumped about two broke girls being canceled. Yeah. And that was... Yeah. Normally, I don't care if I'm yeah. not watching a thing, if it, get, but, if it gets canceled or not, but I, I truly You believe, always had an ax to grind. Well, with in like girls. a BuzzFeed kind of way, I think that this show is making the world stupider. Yeah. I think that this is... It's... it's um, it's diluting people's brains. Right. It is like, it's it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad for humanity. Bad. That's, and that's how I feel about BuzzFeed too. I think that this is like, uh, this is homogenizing yeah. uh, thought. 23 things you didn't know about t-shirts. <laughs> and now the latest thing on BuzzFeed, because I see the articles, I'm on the internet all day. Mm-hmm. The latest thing they do now is, uh, an example would be like, uh, pick a pizza topping and we'll tell you where you're going to meet your soulmate. Oh. How? <laughs> How do the two have Buzz anything Feed, to do with each other? We relied on you for good facts before, <laughs> and now you're tarnishing your solid reputation. Oh, you're right. Criminal Minds is renewed. Shocking. Elementary, The Good Fight, that's the Good Wife spinoff. Hawaii Five O. Kevin can wait. Yeah, he can. <laughs> MacGyver for season two, which I didn't know existed. <laughs> yep. NCIS, NCIS LA, NCIS New Orleans, all coming back. <laughs> the big three. And Survivor is renewed for two more seasons at least. Wow. Canceled include Two Broke Girls, American Gothic, Criminal Minds, Beyond Borders. Doubt, as in based on the play? Uh, no idea. The Odd Couple, that's the Matthew Perry show he did with Tom Lennon. Right. Um, I think that's his longest running show since Friends, and he's had a, a number of shows. How long has that been on for? three or four years probably really it was wretched too yeah man. i didn't was, watch it at all it's really terrible he was on fallon last night he actually looked pretty good he's looked pretty sorry on some talk shows in the last <laughs> couple of years yeah pretty puffy right uh, he looked okay last night he's doing a play he wrote a play oh no way and he's doing that in new york go perry uh the rush hour show got canceled uh the cw i'll just do these really fast arrow crazy ex-girlfriend the flash i zombie jane the virgin riverdale supergirl and supernatural all coming back supernatural is coming back for season 13 that's pretty amazing yeah vampire diaries canceled really uh yep oh man i don't know if jen knows this oh really i'm sorry yeah. Jen. she's into that she's super into that for some reason it's like her one really guilty pleasure of oh my god this is shit tv that's okay. that and ncis that's all right. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, you have to break it to her gently. Okay. Uh, renewed at Fox, Bob's Burgers, B99. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is coming back, which Excellent. is wonderful. Season's uh, still going strong. Yeah, Watch season five is next year. Empire's coming back, The Exorcist, which is also a thing I wasn't aware of. Gotham, Family Guy, Hell's Kitchen, Last Man on Earth got picked up. It was on another network, I think, wasn't it? Uh, was it on HBO? No, it was on Fox. Oh, okay, my mistake. I think I saw something that it got canceled, and I assumed when I saw it on this list that it got picked up. Uh, Lucifer, Lethal Weapon got picked up. 
New Girl, uh, season seven in the final season. Oh, okay. They're saying that Jess is really going to come into her own and mature some. Wow. In, in the final season. The Simpsons for season 30, naturally. <sighs> and The X-Files for season 11, which is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Canceled at Fox includes Bones, which was somehow still on television. That was on? I know. Good for Bones. It's kind of too bad that they got canceled. They couldn't have just like decided to end it gracefully. Yeah. And Scream Queens also... Uh, which was only like a summertime show anyway. Yeah, I think so. NBC renewed The Blacklist, The Carmichael Show. Have you watched that? No, I, sh- I should watch it. He's I'm, funny, man. Yeah, he's really funny. And, and I think some of the premises for a show are kind of like blackish. Yeah. Also coming back, Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, Chicago PD. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know those were the, things. The big Chicago's. Uh, Great News is coming back. The Good Place, SVU, obviously, for season 19. Shades of Blue, Superstore, Taken is coming back for season two. Okay. The Voice for season 13, and This Is Us is renewed for both season two and three, and it's being moved to Thursday nights. Ooh. Prime territory and canceled by NBC Aquarius, The Blacklist Redemption, Emerald City Grim, and Powerless got canceled officially. Right. We're playing her new song now on the station, Vanessa Hutchins. Sean really? Hook and Vanessa Hutchins. It's called Reminding Me. It's actually really good. Sean Hook. What, would, what did he do? He's like a real yeah, CanCon another... staple. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, so I'm not really sure how he got like a, a pretty big name on the feature for his song. Um, it's just an okay song, but her voice is like really, it's almost like Nora Jones. Like it's got this old country girl oh, voice to it. Interesting. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, still waiting to hear about the Celebrity Apprentice, but that's, come on. Right. That's done for. And that's all I have for like network TV mm-hmm. um, in terms of cancellations and renewals because they come around at their own time and everything else kind of is on its own schedule. Right. Uh, I do know uh, American Crime Story, which we mentioned a minute ago. Mm-hmm. This is the one that had the O.J. Simpson show last year. Yeah. The second season, uh, which is to say the second series in the miniseries, is about uh, the fallout after Hurricane Katrina. Okay. And the American federal government's mistreatment of that situation. Yep. So that's what American Crime Story is about in season two. And they just count ca- cast Dennis Quaid as W. Oh, wow. So that's kind that of makes sense. interesting. Didn't he play W in a movie by, um, uh, what's his name? The Oliver, guy. Oliver Stone? Yeah. That was uh, Josh Brolin. Right. I would confuse those two. I never saw that. Neither did I. There's a trailer out for Star Trek Discovery as of about an hour and a half ago. Okay. Uh, and also a trailer out for a show called Orville, which is Seth MacFarlane's new is Star, it a sh- Star Trek spoof. It's a show? I think so. Okay, I didn't know if it was a show or a movie. I watched the trailer for that. It looks okay. Yeah. I actually kind of liked A Million Ways to Die in the West. Not everyone did. I didn't. I, I'll watch that for sure. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it's not largely lauded. Right. No, people, people hated it. Yeah. But I would see it tomorrow. Uh, American Idol is returning for another oh. season. <laughs> They, Are you just hearing about this now? They only retired it for like nine months. Isn't that dumb? That's okay, so, so this dumb. is a whole, th- and I've been kind of aware that this was on the, this was a possibility for a little while. Right. The saving grace is that Fox had the class to say when. Right. They said, no, we did this like big farewell season. It would be disingenuous to bring it back with literally only one missing season. Right. Like that's, and so they said no, but then there was a bidding war between NBC and and ABC and ABC won, and they're going to bring back American Idol next year, which just seems crazy. With who? Uh, they started well, we don't really know a whole lot except for that Katy Perry was confirmed yesterday as a judge. Okay. Simon Cowell has said no, definitely not for obvious reasons. Yeah. And even though they're going to continue filming it in LA and Ryan Seacrest just started a new job in New York, 
he has not said no. He has expressed some interest because he physically is incapable of saying no to job offers. Right. Well, what else is he? I mean, he took the Kelly job. Yeah. Which is in New York. Yeah. But does is he known for doing a bunch of stuff? Yes. Yeah. Really? Like what? He has a radio show every day. He does morning radio right, every day. I guess so. He I think he's a, worried about going poor. Yeah, he has like $400 million. He's the <laughs> producer of the entire Kardashian empire. Oh, yeah. And he had a daytime that. talk show for a time. Mm-hmm. He also does like celebrity reporting for E. Yep. He works. Yeah. Seacrest? Killing it. And he hosts uh, AT40, which is like a, a, a countdown show. That's right. like the old Casey Kasem show. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, he's expressed interest in that. I had a joke on the show a couple weeks ago where I said, He's already the new Casey Kasem, the new uh, Dick Clark, and the new Regis Philbin. He may as well be the new Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> that's um, so that's that's going to happen, which is incredible. Uh, I saw a hilarious headline. I mean, like the, it's it's kind of got that Middle America effect as well. Like we consider it something that really fell from grace because it wasn't as big of a deal as it once was. Right. Like in its heyday, American Idol was a phenomenon. Right. Um, but right through to the end, it had. Huge Very numbers. substantial ratings. Yeah. So I can see how they're going to continue making money off of it. But I saw a headline on the day it was announced for return that said something to the effect of American Idol to return bigger, better, and bolder on ABC. <laughs> and I was like, that's just ridiculous. Like, wow. That was a, a media release that uh, a friend wrote to his journalist friend. And it's just absurd. Just... You're going to say it's, you're going to have the nerve to say it's going to be bigger and better and bolder. How? Like, are you just gonna have like Dennis Rodman, like basically the cast of <laughs> of like Celebrity Rehab as yeah. the judges? And that would be. I mean, Katy Perry's a really big older. get. She's got a new album out, so she wants to be in people's faces. Although it's not going to come back for like a year. She would be entertaining too, I think. But I don't know. I don't know. I think you really got to switch it up. Deadpool. Did you hear about this? Are they're doing the animated series. Donald Glover is doing an animated series. Oh. I had no it's idea that show. he had anything to do with it. It's his show. Wow. Creator, writer. So that's really interesting because... Creator, writer, but there was writers of the comic books. Are they not involved? Well, I mean, like, maybe, but he's, like, the guy. He's the showrunner of this show. Um, it's interesting because in all of the celebration of, of superheroes that has been going on for the last five years or whatever, yep. a little more than that, there's been very little credit paid to what is a lot of people's first love in superheroes, which is the Saturday morning cartoon. Mm-hmm. And so maybe this will be done slightly with that style, although probably for adults. And will he want to, is he doing another season of Atlanta? Like He is, but it's not coming back until 2018. So it okay. would have been due in a few months. Right. It's not going to come back until uh, the year after. So he'll probably be doing this in between? Yeah, he'll probably work on this in between. Okay. Or maybe at the same time, and they'll be released roughly at the same time. Right. It's just a 10-episode animated show, and he's not actually going to do the animating. No. Um, but it's interesting because Fox still owns that property, and uh, Ryan Reynolds owns a stake in that property, so he's probably going to make a little money off of it too. But with that in mind, this has to be a companion to the Ryan Reynolds movies. It well, can't. will he voice it? Like, it's a possibility that he might. I kind of figured Donald Glover was going to voice it. Ah. But I guess I haven't. I haven't heard that. I have no evidence of that. I just assumed. Yeah. I watched a few more episodes of Atlanta on the plane last week. That was another one of the many shows. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this. And then I don't. Right. But it was sitting there in front of me. So I watched a couple episodes of that. It's a great show. It's awesome. Spectacular. Speaking of, sorry, just quickly, and you might have it on the agenda. 
shows we like. We were talking earlier about Master of None. Oh yeah, that came back. Yeah, I finished the season. Did you finish the I still last have episode just yet? The one more to go. Man, that's a show that I w- would not tell anyone to not watch. It's no. it's one hundred percent like one of the, and I had it on my list, and I'm really happy I had it on my list last year in the top ten. Yep, I think it's it's really vying for number one right now. For 20s i think it's better than the first season definitely not, not everyone is saying that some people find it meanders a little bit too much okay um i couldn't agree less i think that right. it's fresh and it it's it's fresh of itself like every episode yeah. you you started out and you're like oh we're going here with this one right. they took risks they got so artsy there was one episode that like barely even had aziz ansari and and like any member of the cast in it i know at all they recast almost the whole episode, and it was just these three different vignettes of what life might be like for random New Yorkers. And the middle vignette, mm-hmm. about 10 minutes long, is 100% silent. Yeah. Because the main character is deaf, and you're just hearing it the way she hears it. And there's subtitles for when she's uh, doing she's ASL silent, or whatever. Yeah. And But it takes you a second. Like, I don't know about you, but the the first time the sound, the sound cuts out, I had to ask myself, did my TV just right. break? Is there something wrong with Netflix? Yeah, and uh, there were other um, artsy moments. You know, it was like a really artsy moment. Well, the first episode was like the Bicycle Thief episode. Right, it was black and white. In Italy, completely black and white. Less Italy than I thought, to be honest. I thought most of the season was going to take place. He learned Italian for those two episodes that took place in Italy. And I listened to the uh, Aziz Ansari, Bill Simmons podcast. Me too. And it seemed like he actually worked in a pasta shop in Italy and learned Italian and like actually lived there for months. Well, I think... Oh, the line between Dev and Aziz is blurred anyway, and Definitely. he probably just wanted to do that. Yeah. Doesn't it make you wonder about Aziz's life? Like, is he really this, like, tortured by love? Do you think Aziz is, do you think Dev is tortured by love? Yeah. I don't really think so. I think, like, I think that he is, I think that character kind of depicts what a lot of young people experience in modern dating yeah like he's in love with a girl in the second season and that kind of culminates in the second to last episode mm -hmm. but that's something almost everybody has experienced like being in love with someone you can't have yeah but i i don't know it just seemed like that was kind of the focus well it was kind of the focus on last season i guess well let me ask you if if this is the moment that inspires that um that assessment of Mm -hmm. of the character in the show the moment when he drops off Francesca after having had a lovely night at Chef Jeff's dinner party. Yep. And we're listening to the cool song in the Uber. He drops her off. After and they we, just got serenaded by John Legend. Right. And we just do nothing but stare at Dev for the full five minutes it takes him to get home. There's no dialogue. Just right. a long, long shot of yeah. Dev feeling distressed about not having told Francesca how he feels. Right. And you're wondering the whole time, is he going to tell the Uber to go back? And he doesn't. Right. Well, no, it's it's that, but there's also the entire episode where he's going on blind dates with different people. And I loved that episode. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, and that one was directed by Tim Heidecker. Or, oh, great. Yeah. Or is it Eric Wareheim? Wareheim. Okay. Yeah. So it was Eric. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I just think that this one focused a lot more on... I don't, no, I can't even say that because the first episode was very about his love life. Yes, it was. Um, which uh, the fact that he's made two seasons of shows completely about his love of right. You know, why do you think they call that show Master of None? I don't know. I think the the original idea was he was 
going to be like dabbling in different things. Like the, the first, you know, there was like the religion episode, the, the parents episode. And you kind of thought that each thing was going to have a theme and you he wasn't necessarily theme in the second season. Yeah, you're right. They kind of do, but I feel like they're just going to get more and more away from it. Yeah. I mean, even the Denise episode, the Thanksgiving episode is yeah. about love, right? Like it's about family love. It's about acceptance, understanding totally. And the fact that she's a lesbian, like that's the main theme of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. They, and they managed to keep that so funny. I find her so funny. Yeah. Lena, Lena something. I don't know her last name. Oh, is that Because I saw in the cast uh, lineup, someone's name was Ebony Obsidian. <laughs> and I was like, who no. is that? That's got to be uh, D. It's not. Show. It's Denise. Not. No. No, it's not. <laughs> I want to find out who that is. <laughs> Me too. Maybe it was like the mom or the... I totally agree. I, I can't recommend Master of None enough. I've actually had a very rich experience watching this season. Yeah. It wasn't on my list. Uh, 10 out of 10 would watch. Everyone should. Arrested Sorry. Development's bringing, uh, coming back for season five on Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's confirmed. Game of Thrones gets five spinoffs. Uh, and that's all we know. That's a little ridiculous. Yep. It this is. is coming from a guy who just bought a house on a street called Joffrey, which I'm pumped about. <laughs> I'm pumped that we that's bought That's not a, why you bought the house there. Not at all, but happy <laughs> that we're able to make Game of Thrones puns. Of course. It's not spelled the same, is it? I don't know. It's, it's spelled kind of weird. J-O-F-F-R-E. I think it's with a J in, in the books. Did you say J? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I think there might be a Y at the end oh. in the books. Yeah, no, I think there is. Yeah. Yeah. Yours is more Joffrey. Joffre. Joffre. Joff. Yes. Uh, oh, we got to talk about um, late night shit. There's lots. There, almost every main network late night host has something going on. Uh, I don't know if you saw it on Reddit today, but the long stretch of Stephen Colbert being in first continues. Yep. And in fact, it's a seven year streak as of today. Right. It's breaking the... Yes, in seven years. In seven years, this is the first time that that's happened. What's the longest it's been in seven years? Right. And I wondered, was Dave really leading Jay for seven, like seven years ago? Or was that when the Conan fiasco happened? Like Dave probably beat Conan and that's why it was, it, his ratings were so good for CBS seven right, years ago. Right. Cause that happened seven years ago. Did it happen seven years ago? Kind of makes sense. Yeah, I guess so. When, when did Dave stop like three years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, your guess is as good as mine. I think I'm it's really gotta be, sure. I think that's it. Conan's the reason. Yeah. CBS had good ratings. Right. It has to be. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, good news for Conan, though. He just signed a new four-year deal with TBS. He's cool. going to be on until at least 2022. Excellent. Uh, and they've adjusted the contract. I don't know a lot of deal- details, but it's like looser now. So like they're gonna there's going to be Conan podcasts, and there's oh, going to be awesome. Conan uh, more internet content, which has never been very good on their YouTube page. Right. So we're Although not really sure what it means. The show stuff that they make is so tuned for the internet, like yeah, small but it doesn't get put YouTube online. snippets. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like they do as good of a job of putting their uh, video content online as some of the other shows, or maybe it's just one of those, this is not available in your country things. I just feel like they have, they do a better job of, of making viral videos like, you know, Conan going to a Turkish bathhouse with Steven Yeun, like that kind of stuff is way fun. And and some other places. Gamers is really good. Clueless Gamers is so funny. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, and the other one, of course, uh, Kimmel's had a lot go on. Yeah, with his son. That and... man monologue was like 
It's pretty hard to watch. Yeah, it was wild. Yep. I mean, he's cried a lot on the show, but like that was like a big one. Has he like, cried a lot on the show? That's something I I didn't yeah. Know well, do you remember do. when Don Rickles died? He cried a lot when Don Rickles did died. he? Yeah. That, and that was only like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and they were friends, so like it was right. his friend dying, but yeah. it's ninety year old friend. Uh, perhaps the most famous incident besides this now trumping it, which is the thing with his kid having a heart disease, uh, was when his uncle Frank died. Remember Uncle Frank? Yeah, I could see how that would be super. Emotional. He was because Jimmy's like a very family oriented guy. Like his whole family works on the show. Yeah. Uh, when Uncle Frank died, it's you can look it up on YouTube. It's like very sad. Yeah. And beautiful. Um, anyway, from what I understand, Billy's doing really well. Uh, and it was cool that he turned it into this thing about the importance of accessible, affordable health care. Yeah. But it's so insane how it got turned into this partisan thing. Yeah. Do you know about that? Yes. How how basically at the end he said, you know, the, reason, the only reason I'm bringing this up isn't to talk about myself. The reason that I'm bringing this up is because it made me realize that not everyone is a millionaire like I am basically right. long, long and short of the story. And there are people in the world that are there people in the world, but mainly in the country that are having this, these issues and they're not able to give their son the, yeah, no one should ever have to be able to decide whether or not they can afford to save their child's life. Right. Was yeah. the really gut wrenching line. But then so many, not so many people, but a lot of people, Republicans turned it into this, uh, exploitation thing. Mm-hmm. Tim Allen. Did Tim Allen say something? Yeah. No, I'm just joking. Oh, I was God. just saying that as a callback to I earlier. Like, no. You saying he was a Republican. Because sometimes I like to give Tim Allen the benefit of the doubt. Like, oh, 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 oh. uh, there were there were even congressmen who were saying that he was being a baby about it all. Oh, come on. It's just so disgusting. It's been a very interesting uh, political week. It's been perhaps the president's worst week since he took office. hard to believe that that's possible would you agree i think yeah probably oh yeah first week yeah definitely yeah stuff about him leaking uh well f- he fired the fbi director yeah um and then now he's being accused of leaking secrets to russia yeah and and now comey says that there's a memo that proves that he did that right and or a memo that proves that trump Asked him to personally to end the investigation into him. There was I, I saw a Yahoo article today for whatever reason uh, <laughs> that said he wasn't was, BuzzFeed. That's he all. Was, about. Yeah, he was. Uh, there was a congressman who was calling for his impeachment. Mm-hmm. It's just it's going to be an interesting. Well, and I know it's weeks. really. Uh, it's a really arduous, difficult process to impeach a president, and I know. <laughs> I saw. I also saw a headline that said something like, "Trump defends his rights to sh- quote share secrets." Yeah, <laughs> I saw that too. Yeah, and like I think even Nixon, it took like almost two years just to impeach him, and then even then he wasn't removed from office. Like, right. There's so much red tape; it's ridiculous. But if this guy doesn't get ousted, yep. Just remember, this is the first 120 days of like. 5,000 days. Like, yeah. this is going to continue. Mm-hmm. And it's going to get worse if he gets away with it. Like, there's going to be more and more reasons for this to be an ever-swirling discussion until something is done about it. Yeah. Hard to believe. Hard to believe. <laughs> oh, and the other Kimmel thing is that it was confirmed yesterday he's going to host the Oscars again. Oh, no way. Yeah, they already got that cleared Great. up. They clearly liked how he handled the yeah. one of the great live TV moments of all time. And, and they'll have so much to work with off of that. I really hope they don't lean on it too much. It'll have been a whole year by the time that happens. Yeah, you're they right. make their jokes, but yeah, I don't know. Give Best Picture to La La Land again. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, you're right. They can't. They can only make one joke about it, and then it's pretty much got to be done. And then it's over. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all I have for uh, for TV news. SNL season finale this weekend. Yep. Uh, last couple episodes haven't been that great. Chris Pine one wasn't that great. What What was up with? Is he trying to get a role in a musical? Right. I know. The, did his agent say every did we single talk about skit? This already? No, we didn't. I we noticed the same thing we're, too. Every we're going sketch to was a singing sketch. Literally every sketch. He does musicals. Like does he's he? in Into the Woods. He's oh, a good was singer. He? Okay. he did a good job with yeah, the songs. He, he was. I always get a little bit nervous when they do songs with people who aren't comedians when they do comedy songs because I'm just like, if you fumble a joke in like a monologue, yeah. whatever, you move on. But right. if you lose track of the lyrics of your song, yeah, we can't start over. No. And so I'm always a little nervous. He was fine, though. He was fine. Yeah. Uh, and it was the same with Melissa McCarthy. I kind of thought it wasn't that special. Has, is, just out of curiosity, is Chris Pine out? Is that a thing yet? I don't think... Uh, is that a thing that people discuss? I've never... Uh, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's rumored that he's gay. Oh, it's never even occurred to me. Maybe. Oh, uh, okay. I've never heard that. Yeah, I was just... As, as we were watching that... I don't think he's out. No. As we were watching that, I think Jen asked me, is Chris Pine gay? And I was like, maybe it's not important at all. But now I'm kind of curious to, to know if he is. I mean, it's not really important. No, but no, I don't know. It's, it never occurred to me. I don't think he's out because usually I'm up on the right. on the pop news, but maybe. All right. Maybe, maybe. And Do that's I, not just because he was singing the whole time. <laughs> uh, otherwise i'd be gay too <laughs> you're constantly and you for that matter you're the singer on this podcast that's true i do the national anthem every episode that's right <laughs> all rise yeah um anything else happened in the last couple of weeks that yesterday we... uh some hackers hacked into disney allegedly and stole pirates of the caribbean 5 and now they're holding it for ransom oh good yeah. Well, I mean, Some pirates pirated pirates, and right. they're trying to get you to and pirate it. They're trying to put it on Pirate Bay. Yeah. Um, I don't. I think they should just do it. Well, I think Disney's wise to not respond to this. But if it's true, if you hacked into Disney and stole a movie, yeah, why didn't you take Star Wars? That would be a way bigger Ooh, story. Right. If this is true, you would have taken Star Wars. Yeah. And they would have paid you for it. Maybe. That's... I mean, if if they couldn't nail you and make sure that their movie didn't get out. They, uh, they would have paid you, but how do you handsomely? How are you able to pay someone how do you do and that not transaction? figure out where they are? I don't know. A wire, I guess. Except for then, you can't just like send ten million bucks through Gmail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't exactly. think you can do that. Interact e-transfer for <laughs> ten million. This transfer will cost you one dollar. Do yeah. you agree? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Getting uh, ripped off on the service charges here. We got a couple of real dark programs to talk about on the podcast this week. Yes. I don't a, remember. It was like a 10 out of 10 on the bleakness meter, I think. Oh, I don't think there was a laugh in either show. No. no well, it, it, American Gods. You're right. There was a it, laugh in that it, show. It had, it had its moments. It's my turn to pick. Okay. Uh, do you mind if I pick American Gods to recap? No, that's fine with me. Okay. Get my timer ready. This is the podcast we're doing about television shows made from highly celebrated works of fiction by some of the more successful contemporary literature artists. Literature artists. <laughs> literature artists. Writers. <laughs> nope. Literature artists. <laughs> literature artists in the world. And the first one we're doing, also both kind of uh, dystopic, mm-hmm. I guess. All right. Give me a countdown. All right. You're about to go in three, two, one. 
American Gods focuses on Shadow Moon. He's a convict serving the last five days of his six-year sentence for assault and battery. He's released early, five days early, because he finds out his wife has uh, died. On his way uh, to the funeral on the plane, he's seated next to this very strange man named Mr. Wednesday who offers him a job. He doesn't really know what the job is, so he turns it down. Uh, he later accepts the same job in a very uh, brutal uh, uh, bloodbath of a bar fight. Uh, and then he goes to the funeral and finds out his wife had been cheating on him, and then he's abducted. Yeah, that was uh, good. wasn't wasn't great. Uh, he he was abducted by somebody who appears to be Mr. Wednesday's um, arch rival, somebody younger, uh, who then propositions Shadow. Shadow pisses him off, and this guy uh, kind of sentences him to death. He yeah, says, okay, kill him, and he gets hanged, but he survives the hanging. And he's basically walking like down the street and sees a little light in a field that mm. like pops up and forms a mask to his face. So, and the then he goes into this like so VR creepy. world. Yeah. Where he meets this other, I think you're supposed to assume it's a, another God and that Mr. Wednesday is possibly a God. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he basically just starts questioning him about Mr. Wednesday. He doesn't give him any details and they hang him. But then the rope breaks. The I, rope think breaks I, I think I think I can sliced. confidently say this is the bloodiest thing I've ever seen. The fr- uh, the the first scene in the whole show. Yeah, it's like what? a flashback. It kind of gives you some, gives you some history about the mythos of this world. Yeah, and it's basically Vikings getting to America, and yeah. uh, there's a lot of limbs being cut off and swords going through faces. You had told me that I probably being... wouldn't be able to handle it. The only reason I was able to to watch it is because of the cartoon it was it was almost so over the top yeah Yeah. it was it was almost it was like tarantino in that there's this there's this illusion being created that the only thing inside the human sack of flesh is blood it's just a a bag pulsing of blood waiting to be uh exploded from within and so there's no gore no, it it's funny that you say that. So much geyser rushing blood. Because I thought it was like Sin City a little bit. Yeah, how it was kind of the same way, like very cartoony. So yeah, I was kind of watching through the corner of my eye, like oh, this could really turn me off. But it was never upsetting for me because I was like, this is so uh, gratuitous. And then that final scene too, when all of the henchmen uh, just start just kind of exploding. Yeah, and Shadow <laughs> survives, and there's just he's just sitting in basically a pond of blood. Yeah, like. I don't watch bloody stuff, but I defy you to find something bloodier in cinema. Yeah. Yeah, this was a uh, this was like on the, you know, Braveheart scale. This yeah. was a full Braveheart. Did you like it? I did. Yeah, I was like intrigued. I'm not positive. I've watched four episodes so far. Okay. And we like it, but if we missed a couple episodes, I don't think it w- I would go crazy. I want to finish the season I think, to see if I continue liking it. I think the problem with that is if you missed a couple episodes, you'd be like, what is going on? No, yeah, you'd have to catch up. Yeah. But it's not one of those things where after every Monday, I'm like, let's watch American Gods and see what right. happened. Right, but it's just a few episodes in, so we'll see what happens. It's a very be- beloved book. Yeah, I think it needs to build up a little bit. Yeah, you got to get a lot of story, and you got a big on. world to build here. Like yeah. this is this is coming from a pretty deep imagination. I found it very interesting how how starkly this world is split between very um, emotional realism, very mm-hmm. like grounded humanity, yeah, and really abstract fantasy. 
One thing that I think is funny is after four episodes, no, Shadow Moon has not said anything about... No one said anything about gods. Interesting. <laughs> no one said, yeah, I can do this because I'm a god. And right. Shadow never asks any questions about it. Right. He's just kind of like... <laughs> This is crazy. I think he's just I think the show it. kind of redefines what it means to be a god if in fact that's what Mr. Wednesday is. Right. He was almost played by Nick Cage. That would have been really cool, I yeah, think. Yeah, I can see it too. I almost think I would have liked that better. Yeah. Ian McShane is the actor. He's there. really good. He's I really think good. he's British. I think so too. Yeah. I mean his name is Ian McShane. Yeah. <laughs> um I liked it. I'm not going to watch more. It's not it's just a it just kind of put too much out there for me to be really compelled. Yeah. But And I listened to a, book, a quarter of the audiobook a long time ago. Okay. I don't really remember a whole lot. Um, and I think it's different. And I think it's on Stars. It's on Stars. Weird network. It's being it. very uh, well received. It's, People it's are very excited reviews. about it. Oh, yeah. That's good. I, I, I thought it was really interesting. I don't have a whole lot of thoughts on it, though, because it's so abstract. Yeah, you don't get a whole lot from the first episode at all. Even, yeah, again, through four episodes, it's kind of building a plot very slowly. I was really but excited. But a lot of questions. I was marks. really excited about the like the personal storyline about him getting out of prison. And then like when he shows up to the, the funeral, like all you really know about, about Shadow and his wife, Laura, is that they really loved each other and they were so excited to be together again. Yep. Um, and he's heartbroken, obviously, when, when she mysteriously dies in a car accident. Uh, but then when he gets to the funeral, he stands next to this woman who appears to be like a, a friend. Mm -hmm. um, and it's briefly been touched on that also her husband, Robbie, has just died. Right. And it's never really, it does occur to me when they when they mention Robbie died, it's very weird that people keep dying. Right. Um, it doesn't occur to me that maybe they died in the same moment. And as it turns out, they were... Uh, Intimately in, they involved were, in the same moment. They were involved in the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you find that out from from this. Uh, I guess it's, it's Gillian Anderson, right? Um, what does she say? Well, she says something lewd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She basically describes what was happening when they got into the car accident yeah. and what she was describes detached. What was where because of that car yeah. accident? Yeah. Um, it was it was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I again, I'm curious to watch more. It might be one of those things where after the first season, I'm all in. Yeah. You know, I wasn't that way about The Leftovers after the first season. Right. But, like, I gave the second season a shot. And How are you feeling about The Leftovers? Because we were, you were so jazzed on it last we talked about shows, but it's been weeks. It's awesome. It's insane. How many episodes are left of that series? Uh, four? Okay. No, not four. Uh, there's eight episodes altogether. I think there's three more. Wow, so stuff must be going crazy right now. Yeah, yeah. It's Well, it's funny because it'll still go off on a completely different storyline. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like The Walking Dead in that way that you have this um, narrative that you're following one week and it's a totally different narrative the next week. But it all right. kind of plays into the same thing. Right. Um, anyways, every narrative is crazy. Mm -hmm. And I'm beginning to wonder if it's just going to end with... And it was all in his head the whole time. Oh, wouldn't that be so upsetting? <laughs> yeah, I think it would be. I don't think so, because remember, we we heard really good things about people who got to see it in advance. Yeah. And I think there's a way of even making that outcome kind of cool. I've kept watching Girl Boss for some reason. Yeah. This is a stupid what show. What do you think? I don't like her any more than I did to begin with. Do you still think all the other actors are funny on it? Yep. I think her friend is funny. I think yep. the boyfriend's pretty good. 
Uh, I don't know. I'm just. But she sucks as a human. Well, it's there's just this weird thing because you know where it's going. You know she becomes a millionaire someday, and you're trying to figure out like, is the message of this you'll become a millionaire <laughs> if you're a bitch to people? Be shitty. Yeah. Become a millionaire. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know. I could watch more of it though. You're I right. have. I've just like occasionally. But, I've never been like stoked to watch it, but I'm yeah. like, oh, I guess I'll put one on. I think I've got two left. Yeah, and I don't know if like if the youth of today are enjoying this character thinking that she's really cool and not realizing how annoying she is. Yeah. I can't figure out if they want her to be a role model or yeah. not because I mean, it's based on a book written by her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's like a, she's like a, a black sheep. That's the idea. She's like, she's almost an outlaw. She's so, she, and she's got it all figured out. Right. I know. We and talked about got, how it's obnoxious. She's got, a comeback for every sentence. Uh, other things about American Gods. Can we talk about that sex scene in the pilot? It was oh, very sh- disturbing. Fine. It was this older man and this black woman. Oh, right. And they're having intercourse. And <laughs> she said, like, as if it's part of Dirty Talk, she's like, tell me you worship me. And he goes on this very, like, well-rehearsed monologue <laughs> yeah. about how much he worships her and specifically. And then once she gets him to say, I love you, which he eventually does, he kind of disappears. Did yeah. I get that right? Oh, Did yeah. Did she swallow him? Yes. Okay. Into her body. Yeah. As she does. She was like, accept me. Like, give, yeah. me, give me everything. And he... Yeah, it's not the last time she does that either. So she's also a god. Yes, a god who... And and it's funny because I was kind of trying to think, like, is this the Satan god? <laughs> like, well, yeah, I think we almost associate the term god with omnipotence. Right. And that's not necessarily sensible. Yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see. And again, having not read the book, I, I really don't know what the whole storyline is about, but... I'm curious to learn more uh, about what the deal is with these coins, because speaking of Pirates of the Caribbean, they just look like repurposed props from the Black Pearl. These little gold coins that are popping up all over the place. That everyone's playing with. Yeah. Catching, acting. Doing magic tricks with. with. Yeah. I'm really not sure. There, again, so many question marks, but it's it's interesting. Let's give it a chance. What does it foreshadow in that final scene when he's having his little conference with the, with the wiry little bad guy God? Uh, and he's previously mentioned to Gillian Anderson that he's not really sure if anyone's properly given him any condolences yet over Laura. And then this wiry little guy says, I was sorry to hear about Laura, by the way. And you already know this guy's bad and he's mean and you don't like him and you don't trust him. But then he weirdly says in kind of a genuine way, I was sorry to hear about Laura, by the way, tough break. Yeah. I don't know if that'll come back. And then shadow kind of gives him a look like. Thank you. Because like, I like he'd been waiting to hear that from somebody. Because I think you're going to go on a tour of all of these gods. Yeah. And you'll start to draw conclusions about a lot of them. And and I think it's gonna be one of those kind of Game of Thrones style shows where you don't know who's good and who's bad, and the bad guys have some good qualities that you're cheering for, and the good guys have some bad qualities, and you're like, wait, are they a bad guy? It's more complicated than that. Exactly. Yeah. So a lot of complicated characters. It was originally originally going to be produced for HBO by Tom Hanks. Whoa. A la Band of Brothers. Yeah, this makes so much sense. Yeah, I can kind of see it. But he backed out? I don't know. It just got it changed hands so many times. It was oh. a thing that was just kind of one of those things that's in uh, 
production purgatory for a really yeah. long time because they're not really sure how to approach it. That kind of upsets me. I'm not convinced yet that we're getting the best version of this show that Interesting. we can. Interesting. I, I guess that's my my takeaway. Yeah. I feel like the um, American Gods by Tom Hanks on HBO would be exactly what I want to see. Yeah. And I'm just not sure that this is there yet. But I'll pro- but I'll finish the season. It's clearly coming from a very creative artistic director and somebody with a vision. Yeah. But it also, and I don't know much about the book, but it also might be based on a book that's very abstract and difficult to cinematize. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess we'll see. I- I'm going to watch it all again. Tom Hanks just got too held up doing the circle, I guess. I kind of wanted to see the circle. So did I. I. I'll see it again tomorrow. You did see it? No, I mean, like, again, that's something that I'll watch tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something that might never I, I want to see it, but it just got obliterated in the reviews. Yeah. It just got, like, I think my favorite review of The Circle was, this movie is so afraid of technology, it forgot to be a movie. Right. <laughs> that's not a good review. Yeah, and then you've got movies like Ex Machina that are just amazing. Yeah. And that's kind of the feel that I thought The Circle was going to have. I think that's what they were going for. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways, do you give it your your S? I do. I give it my S. Um, with with of course the the caveat that you got to be able to stomach some real ominous mm-hmm. visuals. Yep. Yep. Um. Okay. So do we want to move on to the next show? Definitely. Or did you have more to add? About I don't it? think I have any more. Like I said, I didn't have a whole lot of thoughts on that show. Yeah. It was very interesting, and uh, I'm curious to hear more from you about it. Mm-hmm. You give it your ass also? Yep. All right, let me get uh, the timer ready for you to do a recap of episode one of The Handmaid's Tale. Yep. In three, two, one, go. Okay, so the story follows Offred. It starts out with uh, a lady and uh, her husband and a kid trying to drive away, obviously escaping some sort of police. They hide. The kid's ripped away from her. The husband's uh, shot. And uh, uh, she ends up going to this basically like training facility for becoming a handmaid where they're drilled about the, uh, the, oh, I've got five seconds left. Wow. Okay. So I'm just going to keep going, but you really ruined the last five seconds. Of I that. know it was hard for me to, to see, see that I only had five seconds left and try to cram what I had left to say into that five seconds. I understand. But there are some things that happened after that. Namely, the punishing of that rapist guy. Well, yeah, that that happened, like, way later. But mm. in between that, she goes to the facility to, like, learn how to become a handmaid yeah. with a bunch of different people. Um, they're basically sleeping in a boarding house, and yeah. a girl gets her eye stabbed because she tells someone to fuck off. So you yeah, can tell... she, like, hasn't quite learned yet that... Sorry, in this world, right. you are submissive to the authority. You basically find out that women are property and they're submissive to the authority for the most part, unless they're already, um, unless they're already married to someone who is. At least these women, if, if not all women, at least these women are specifically reserved. Yeah. For the sole purpose of procreation. And I didn't read the book, so that puts me a peg down on understanding and it was written in 1985 so it's so interesting that it's coming out at this time now where there's actually a dialogue about the mistreatment of women yep and um the utility of women Mm -hmm. but that's a different conversation than it was in 1985 so are we uh adapting 
the novel or are we kind of twisting it so that it better suits the the dystopia that we might be developing now in 2017 i think you understand it's, my question yeah i think it's the latter for sure i hope so yeah um and and okay what else happens in it because so much more happens in it yep um so then she gets assigned to a house and you find out that she's not only kind of a maid in this house she's also the one that there's a, a huge amount of infertility mm-hmm. so maybe that's why the handmaids are chosen because they've been shown to be more fertile right than the others that's i guess a guess that i'm coming up with that i think makes the most sense all i know is that it's definitely not all women that are reserved for this i mean like women don't necessarily have rights in this theocracy right but it's it's a little bit more complicated than that it's really just very dictatorial and there's like this almost almost a, a pyramid of authority right in, in this um regime and that, like there's somebody who's above everybody right and there's a a high uh level of of uh value on like traditional values i guess yeah um, it, it's almost like i don't know like what's the word i'm looking for kind of like old days victorian sort of you know you're churning butter and making dinner yeah and cleaning the house yeah why did it get all um and and almost kind of like i don't know why i'm struggling to find words but like almost kind of biblical right it almost has this like mennonite aesthetic to yes it. yeah it's 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 very much you when you're leaving you say like praise be thee right what what were the words uh that they were using it was like yeah bless i forget what it was and but there were these phrases that they would always say that sounded very churchy i don't so much feel like we're well there's a lot wrong with our society and we might be building a uh, a dystopia for someday i guess we are we always are that's what humanity is um i don't necessarily think the world we're living in now is setting us up for religious oppression no. of women in that kind of way no but although you look at the the values of the far right yeah i guess so and and that kind of is you know one of the tenets but and might they also be the same people who are considering women's main use the the the, the growth of babies? Right. Yeah. The, and in the show, they they highlight the fact that you know during that sort of orientation for the handmaids, they kind of say, and birth control and the morning after pill and all of these things yeah. were so evil, and it started breeding infertility and right. How long in the future do you think? How far in the future do you think this is? Because it, kind of like in the movie Her, they just mm-hmm. vaguely say in the not so distant future. Like, well, it it says at one point it was 2015 when the uh, main actress was pregnant. Right. So the kid was probably four or five. So it's supposed so, to be like 2019, 2020. So it's not that far at, at all. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. And uh, I, I like the t- the varying timelines. Like they they were jumping back to yep. a time that was, you know, where they were free, and her friend was smoking weed with her okay. girlfriend. So so fill us in on what happened with with the rapist. Okay, so yeah, I guess that was kind of one of the more exciting parts of the that show. Was the climax, yeah, was they're brought to. I think they call it a salvaging, mm-hmm. and her name is Lydia. Is that like, she's like the den mother? Yeah. 
Um, and, and Lydia basically brings this rapist onto this stage that's in the middle of the woods. And she says, listen, this rapist raped a handmaid and now we're going to show him she was pregnant and, yeah. and the baby died. That's and, important. And people are like, whoa, what? Mm. Um, they weren't even that disturbed by the, by the rape. It was that he killed her unborn right. baby. Have you read the book? No. Okay. No. And so... She basically puts this rapist in the middle of all of the women and says, when I blow the whistle, you can basically do whatever you want. In fact, she says, you know the rules. Right. When I blow the whistle, you can do whatever you want until I blow the whistle again, which says, this is written somewhere. Yeah. This is this is what is now allotted. You have the, the legal right to beat him dead yep. within the allotted time limit. Mm-hmm. And I had to look away. I did, how graphic did it get? Uh, it didn't get that graphic. No. It kind of just showed a, a crowd of people mauling. Because they would have killed that. him in what what it appeared. Like. Oh, yeah. They they did. It showed him on the ground with a sheet over him yeah. afterwards and kind of like blood soaking through the sheet. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty gross. Yeah, it was a little bit graphic. It wasn't as graphic as American Gods or anything. Right. But, yeah, you got the idea. The point was hammered home. And you realize that there's also these kind of spies. It's very militant. And there's yeah. these spies called the Eye. Mm. Um, and the Eye is obviously spies that are in charge of keeping protocol. And when they finally kind of break protocol, it's a nice relief mm-hmm. uh, between her, the main character, Alfred, and uh, the actress's name escapes me, the girl from Gilmore Girls. Oh, Alexis Bledel. I forgot yeah. she was in it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and she was really good. And and they kind of, you know, at one point, they both think they're pious shits. They both think each other is like this sort of pious, primpy yeah. follower of what's going on. But they're both just kind of doing what they're told. Yeah. And when they realize that, oh, hey, she had the guts to, you know, make a joke or say shit mm-hmm. or whatever, that they're not so different. They were both kind of thinking the same things about themselves. Right. And then you realize toward the end that a friendship is actually probably going to be formed. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see how, you know, a potential revolution might be coming. See, I didn't really see any signs of that revolution. You didn't see anything, but like, no, be- cause I was just going to ask you, where is this going? And, and at the end, at the end, um, the main character offered says, you know, I'm going to say this, or like it kind of starts out like she's documenting something. The internal monologue, yeah. Yeah, and says, "My name is June." So it kind of seems like a turn is coming. This is a bit of a point of contention with readers of the book because though it's long been speculated that Alfred's real name is June through various hints in the oh. novel, it's never expressly stated that her, oh, her real name is June. Interesting. I think maybe Hannah's name is is clarified. Right. Um, which is her child. But they keep the name June under wraps in the novel, I guess just so to depict the fact that she is now offered and that's what they say she is. Right. Um, but they actively chose to reveal that in the pilot, and I found that interesting. Huh. Yeah, I uh, I wanted to watch more, actually. I just didn't end up getting time. There's no, um, there's no There are no racial minorities in the book. Like, actively, it's said everyone here is white, and I don't know if that's supposed to be um, an illustration of of uh the purity of the pedigree like i don't know if that's supposed to leave you kind of wondering what happened to the racial minorities puritan is the word i was looking for oh okay like a puritan <laughs> yeah um 
they the producers of the show probably very wisely said, "Look, we're going to have to scrap that part a little we bit. We can't not have we can't we can't not have racial minorities on the show and say that it made the book better." Right. <laughs> like, I yeah. Mean, and they they cast Samira Wiley from Orange is the New Black. Yep. Um but it's just those is little she, subtle differences. Oh, is she the one who's also in The Walking Dead? I don't think so. She played Poussey on on Orange is the New Black, and she the character, spoiler alert, uh, died last year in a prison riot. Oh. It was like the big death of last season. Right. She's like the very beautiful uh, black woman. She's like quite thin. and. Oh, yeah. No, that's, yeah. that is the, She's the on same Walking Dead. on Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. She's doing very well then. Mm-hmm. Ah, do I have anything else? Oh, it was made into a movie in 1990. Yeah, I think I knew that. With Faye Dunaway and uh, Natasha Richardson and Robert Duvall. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't be able to watch that right now. I think it's considered pretty bad. Really? It was also, uh, I don't know if it was staged, but it was at least chopped around as like an opera, as like a stage musical. God. (laughs) I know. That would be rough. I mean, there are moments of levity where... it's kind of funny. Like her internal monologue is funny. Yeah. She's reacting to things in her head. And I asked Jen, is the book this way? Cause it's generally like the book. Oh, she read the book. Yeah. And she said, yeah, yeah, there's, there's some parts where she says like, like the there part where she, somebody. she walks outside and, uh, he says, are you going to get groceries? And before she responds in her head, she goes, no, I was just going to the oyster bar to knock a few back with the guys. Or something. <laughs> um, and so those were kind of the moments of levity that are needed throughout the entire series, and I hope oh that continues too. It was pretty, pretty Did dark, you, though. The SNL skit was uh, kind of funny. That, I need to rewatch that the, sketch. I forgot about yeah. that sketch because it didn't mean anything all, to me. All the guys are just kind of like, "What? what's going on, girls? Oh, <laughs> Beth, what happened to your eye? Yeah. Like, Did you not know what's happening? Like, we're property now. Oh yeah, what? I didn't know oh, enough yeah, about the show. I did hear something about that. <laughs> All the guys are completely fine. Yeah. It uh it made the skit funnier for sure. Yeah, no kidding. And I, I saw pictures of like people at protests that are actually dressed like handmaids now. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Like Trump protests, you can imagine. I guess, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It was I can I could see that it was good and it was like it kind of reminded me a little bit uh just tonally of and maybe i shouldn't say this Uh, i was gonna say it reminds me a little bit tonally of the young pope just Mm. just like i know that the the attitude of the shows are very different but just like the the grand look of it yeah okay i don't i really can't uh qualify that but there's just the two shows kind of reminded me of each other yep they probably shouldn't but they did interesting i i think it i i think it's probably a really good show yeah I do want to watch more. Um, you know, it's rare that there's shows that I don't want to watch. Again, it's not something you can watch five episodes of in a row. Like, after no. one episode, I did not say, let's find out what happens in episode two. Oh, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. It was, a, it was a 10 on the bleakness scale. What do you think are the main differences and the benefits and perhaps the drawbacks of adapting excuse me, of adapting a novel into television rather than a film. Because both of these are books, mm-hmm. but they're finite books. Like yeah. American Gods is a pretty long book. Hammond's Hill is less than 300 pages. Like yeah. they're, they're getting 10 episodes out of this. I think, I think there are only benefits, really. 
Okay. Because I think there's so much detail in a book yep. that needs longer than the time allotted for a movie yeah. for the for that story to be told. Okay, but... And I don't think anything should happen... I don't think there should be a season two, unless there's but multiple there, books. But there will be, because it's big. I mean, they're right. doing a season two of of 13 Reasons Why. That's been confirmed. Yeah. Even though the book is fucking done. Right. But it was such a big deal... We got to bring it back and have somebody shoot up the school or something. That's what they're saying is going to happen. Really? Yeah. I'm not just hypothetically suggesting school shooting. <laughs> I actually thought you were. No. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is getting to be the darkest show, yeah. show episode. No, no, no. But that's that's what they're they're speculating. Mm. And it would be the same thing. Same with Big Little Lies. That book is done, right. but it's very likely they're going to do a second that, season of that show. Yeah, I think we talked about it, didn't Did we? we? Yeah. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I definitely heard from somebody how the show ends. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe I just looked it up. I don't know. It was a decent watch. Yeah, I, I, I heard it was really good. But I think they're going to do a second season. And how? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know what's going to happen with Handmaid's Tale, but I I cite The Hobbit when people say that you can stretch a book as long as you want to, to make the most of it. Right. Are and they you, not making any more Hobbit movies? How on earth could they make more Hobbit movies? I don't know. They, they made all the did Hobbit movies. they finish movies. The Hobbit? Yes, they made three three-hour movies out of that 300-page book. Oh, I didn't know that they made three three-hour movies. They I are first... the they are the prequels of Star Wars to the Lord of the Rings. I was living in a world where the only movie that existed was the first one. There are as many minutes of The Hobbit <laughs> as there are Lord of the Rings. It's perverse. Wow. And one movie would have been so good. Like, you know, yeah. it's like... Martin Freeman wasn't to blame. It was just the biggest Hollywood cash grab of all time. And they were bad. Yeah. They were bad. I fell asleep during one of them. And I don't <laughs> fall asleep in my bed. <laughs> That's what you need to do anytime you're yeah. having sleep trouble. Watch the second Hobbit movie. Oh, God. Yeah, I can imagine how that would be pretty bad. But it's funny that the Lord of the Rings didn't have those issues at all. The Lord of the Rings could have been more, There's except just... for that they, they were tempered, you yeah. know? And every now and then on Reddit, somebody will point out, that Harry Potter would be really well served as a seven season series. And that might be true. There's a lot of stuff to explore in there, Mm -hmm. but the art of filmmaking and television has become filmmaking Mm -hmm. is brevity is, is control. And I think you have to have a damn good reason to make a movie that's more than, than two hours long. I think you have to have a damn good reason to make a show that's more than four seasons long. You know what's funny is someone could tell me tomorrow that they're making the Harry Potter series into a TV show tomorrow, and I would believe it, and I'd be like, yeah, it's probably going to be pretty good. A lot of people are going to watch it. It's going to be controversial. I mean, it'll happen probably someday. Eventually, they'll recast those parts, and it'll, it'll happen again. But rather than doing that now, they're keeping that uh, series uh, alive by exploring the universe through fantastic this extended beasts. stuff, the Fantastic Beasts yeah. stuff. That world. Which is exciting. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i really excited for the next movie. Is that coming out soon? I don't know if it's coming is out this trailer? year. It's probably not until next year. We only just recently found out uh, that Jude Law is playing young Dumbledore. Right. Young Pope, young Dumbledore. Yeah, anyone from the past... Who was young at one point? Put Jude Law in it. Jude Law play the young version of that person. Yeah. Um, I think Chris Rock had a joke about that at the Oscars one time, and Sean Penn got up and tried to roast Chris Rock for 
being like, I worked with Jude Law, why? and Jude Law was a really good actor. Explain to me why you and I both remember this joke. I, I can tell you what the joke was. Oh, let's hear it. Why do we both remember this? I don't know. It's, this was, was it a years big, ago. Was it a big... Because it like was ten, when Jude Law was in everything. Like 10 years ago. The joke was, least. Jude Law is in everything these days. You look at the credits, at least he made cupcakes or something. Right. That was the joke. Yeah. Why do we both remember this? I don't know. And then Sean Penn got up and, and tried to defend <laughs> Jude Law which i don't think it was an attack on jude law yeah yeah he didn't need any defending <laughs> no he got paid really well that year right and i think i think i read an article where chris rock responded being like i, I just made a joke speaking of jude law they ought to make a third sherlock holmes movie guy Ritchie should do that instead of making king arthur. horseshit king arthur movies that make no money is it oh it didn't make any money made like it really 15 bad? million dollars and 160 million dollar budget or something it's one of the greatest losses of all time <laughs> oh, it's just an atrocity that sucks yeah he should i don't even think he should be making sherlock movies i think he should be making snatch lock stock two smoke and barrel style movies. yeah he seems to just want to like do gritty adaptations of like old stentorian english literature yeah no i want to see a movie about like a heroin heist in london that'd be cool let's see that yeah why not yeah do like a car chase movie that could be yeah. interesting yeah well he's done it yeah in snatch and Lockstock new smoking barrels have you seen anything about this movie baby driver <laughs> no tell me all about it i don't know much about it but it looks awesome Really? I know the title sounds. The title reminds you of Boss Baby. <laughs> so yeah, I was gonna, gonna say gonna it reminds me of like uh, like Look Who's Talking or uh, what was that movie in in New York where it was like basically a baby just gets lost in New York. Baby's Day Out. Baby's Day. I think out. it's San Francisco, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> baby's Day Out. Yeah, it is might it, be. New is York. this movie like that? No, no, it's more like I just based on uh, the trailer I saw on the posters. It seems like it's kind of going after the same aesthetic as the kingsman okay like it's this like oh yeah weird... there's a trailer for kingsman 2 out by the yeah, way yeah I, I know it, but... there's just this like there's this kind of uh off the wall guy who's like he's like a kid he's like like our age or younger and he's yeah. a getaway driver okay and it's just uh, action awesome yeah baby driver is he a famous person ansel elgort oh from, yeah of from course the, from the he was in the fault in our stars he's done okay. a couple other things he's like a like a like an right. up and comer. I think, I think he was considered for Young Han Solo. Who wrote it? I don't know who's who else is involved, but I think the cast is pretty good. If we were to look it up, awesome. Yeah. I want to look up the trailer for Baby Driver. All right, so no podcast last week, which means these are the final minutes of doing the podcast here at Grand Haven Estates, which is the building that I live in, which we can release because I'm leaving. Cool. I poured gasoline on the floor earlier. Do you want me to light <laughs> the matches I leave? Or? Oh no! We're like, if, no. This, if this building catches on fire, that was a joke. <laughs> oh my god. That's yeah. made of stone. So That's true. That might problem. just happen. And they're going to be like, this guy did a podcast. It would be highly incriminating. It. Good yeah. thing nobody listens to the podcast. <laughs> except for you, sweet listener. Um, yeah. Okay. So next time when we have a podcast in a couple weeks, it'll be done from the new apartment. Yeah. We will. Um, this means nothing to the listener. They don't care where yeah. we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be sounding completely different. We're going to have new life. <laughs> we're gonna have new premises we're gonna have funky noises we're yep. gonna have guest stars tom yep. hanks is gonna be there yep. we're gonna have aslan elgort as the <laughs> guest for the first day i love this idea yep yeah it's gonna be bigger thanks for the promotion better, of baby driver but... guys it really drew up the views of the youtube trailer yep uh i can't wait uh, all right pal we cool. we should also say too that like i always drive here and it's like, I don't know, like a 15 or 20 minute drive. It's like kind of far, yeah. No, it's not even a 50. It's like 
10 minutes. 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit out of your way. We're going, it. we're going to be living like, well, you give me a beer every time I come and True. that's basically all I need. It's Pavlovian response at this point. Okay. <laughs> um, we're going to be living three minutes away from each three other. Three minutes away from each other. Yeah. Like I could walk there so quickly yeah. for one month. Exactly 30 days. Before I move further away. <laughs> to a new city. You're moving across the bridge. To a new city. Are you gonna make the, the are you gonna make the drive to do the podcast? Yeah, of course. Oh great. Yeah. Good. There's a little part of me that might be like that was kinda like, oh he'll probably tell me he's done after fifty episodes. <laughs> no. I yeah, my hashtag was like fifty episodes, then a movie. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a show show movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know. The spinoff of the podcast that With, you all love so naturally much? a Will Smith cameo. Oh man, he owes us that. Will Smith, Michael B. Jordan, Aslan <laughs> Allegor. We got the big three. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can do any more podcasts right. after that. Just the image, it's perfect. Podcast done. Never trust Will Smith. Uh, take care. Peace. Why do I always wish them like like? Godspeed hey, the podcast now. Be safe if you're driving right now. <laughs> Pump the brakes. Don't text and drive. Don't text and drive. All right, good one. <laughs>